Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, your host, Gavin. And your co-host, Justin. Yeah, and, uh, well, Jordan, uh, he would have been here, but there, um, there was a motorcycle event out at UMC, uh, this past weekend, and, uh... He's kind of gone MIA. Yeah, he, well, he's not here with us. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, back to the podcast. So, Justin. Yes. What's good? What's up? It's been a busy Monday, um... Normal couple jobs in the morning and um, going through stressing about setting up some stuff for my company, but we'll talk about that a little later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's for uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that Wednesday. But you and I, mm-hmm. we just drove a thing. We did just drive a thing. We drove a <coughs> Focus RS. Yeah, a car that I had driven once in purely stock form, and that was all of, for all of about 15 minutes or so. And uh, it was delightful for those 15 minutes. And then, what, two years have gone by now? Yeah. And I uh, drove another one, slight mods. Uh, this one had an ETS intercooler and an ETS catback. And uh, it's, it was a vastly different experience, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Do tell. Well, okay, so the first Focus RS that I drove was for 15 minutes from the top of a canyon to the bottom. Whereas this experience that I had with you, uh, that was an all-dayer. I mean, we picked up the, you picked up the car the night before, drove it from Syracuse down to pick me up, yep. and then we drove it all day in East Canyon, and then drove, you drove it back. Yep. So um, it was much more of a living experience of you know spending all day with it in a canyon. And then we did come back up for air effectively we drove into sugar house and got some lunch yep uh shout out to habit burger and shout out to sugar house's atrocious roads anyways we'll get back uh, to that yeah i mean they're even bad in my car dude let alone a focus rs with you know 35 sidewall tires and they were on 19s <sighs> yeah i literally went to the chiropractor the monday following this. did you really oh i did no i legitimately i, did. I need now, to actually now, i would have gone anyways because I ha- do go every week because right. of my back, but... Did your chiropractor say anything different? No, he didn't. He just said, hmm, eh, 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 fix it anyways. Did you mention the car? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but however, my chiropractor is his dad, the owner of the oh, car. Oh, funny. Okay. So even better. <laughs> does he know that you drove the car? He does, yeah. Okay, So gotcha. I think it was probably like, oh, he drove the car. Oh, this <laughs> How po- funny. <laughs> this poor fucker. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we drove a Focus RS, and... Uh, it, it was quite the experience uh, driving it for, you know, all day. Yeah. Mostly mostly due to the exhaust. Yes. That exhaust, uh, out, that aftermarket exhaust in that car takes the things that Ford took to 11 in the stock form, namely the pops and bangs, and yeah. then upped them even a little more. Yeah. No, if uh, I would say Ford's pops and bangs were... With the frequency of them, they were on par when, when the car's in sport mode. The difference between normal and sport. Uh, I would say it's on par with Jack F-Type. Yeah, probably stock Jack F-Type. Yeah, stock for stock. They're, uh, the frequency of them, the, the the amount that it's happening, is about the same as an F-Type. Yep. Um, and with the stock exhaust, it's very bearable. It's very doable. It's actually fairly cheeky. 
Yeah, yeah, because it's just enough pop to be good, but it's not outlandish. Yeah, you hear it, but you're also not necessarily waking up the neighborhood. You're not... If you drove a stock RS through West Valley, the cops wouldn't get called on you. If, if you drove, if you drive this one with the uh, ETS catback from the fine folks at ETS, you uh, might have a few police officers tailing you. Yeah, if you're in on Redwood or in Rose Park or mm-hmm. in South Salt Lake or anywhere that isn't really that pleasant, or anywhere <laughs> that nine millimeter shots are regularly heard. Yeah, no, this is this is loud. Um, it, it, I mean, as a novelty for driving it all day, just for for a day. It was hilarious. Oh, it, was, it, was it was great. great. Yeah, no, it was loads of fun. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that, actually. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot that we say on this car, and I think there's a lot that we could say. But the thing is, we've already said it. That means you need to go watch our video. Yes, we. Uh, the video went live as of this recording. It went live today. If you're li- By the time you were listening to this, it would have gone up the day before. So if you want to go check out that video out, uh, just search Exhibition of Speed on uh, YouTube, and you can find it. Uh, if you follow us on our Instagram, it uh, is already link in bio. Uh, yeah, just click that link. It'll take you right to it. And on Facebook, same thing. It should be the top post of the page right now go check it out yeah exactly uh but very fun car lots of power uh despite what zachariah has to say about it it's actually very linear power (laughs) (laughs) uh very linear for a turbo car and um yeah the handling is actually really fantastic the steering is great yes and it just sticks it does you have to be you have to be driving pretty fucking stupid to get that thing I, i honestly i didn't get it unstuck I know. And you know how I drive. Yes. Even when it does slide, quote unquote, it slides with super precision. I mean, you know what's I never got it to slide. I could, it was just, it would rotate with me around corners. Uh, You'll see in the couple clips there, actually, you can see me laying down rubber. Yeah. But it wouldn't actually let go completely. No. And like, it wasn't even understeering. It was just, it was just dancing with me. It was was great. Uh, The car drives great. Um, uh, To see if we actually recommend it. You'll have to go watch the video. Just go check check out that video. For sure. Ah. So, why we mentioned this is obviously we drove it, but up here on Gavin's laptop, we actually have... <laughs> For those audio listeners, shout out to you people. Yep, we have actually pulled up on... Auto Tempest. Auto Tempest. So, this <laughs> brings up eBay, Cars.com, um, all of Craigslist around the country. Yep. I just put in Focus Ford, or sorry, Ford Focus RS. Um, any mileage uh, range within my zip code. And uh, what we are looking at now, um, the so looking on cars.com through that filter, um, there is one from Press, Pressman, uh, which is not where uh, Dylan, the owner of the car that we drove, that's no. not where he bought it, but his was not a clean title car. Yeah, so to give you some background, Pressman is in Salt Lake, and they deal with salvage title cars. And every city has dealers that deal specifically with cars like this. And they have recently acquired um, clean title cars. Yes. This actually, so this Focus RS that we're looking at now from Pressman is the one that actually got featured on Jalopnik. Have you seen this article? I have not. The car comes with a free, with a free vape. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm Hang not on. even kidding. There was a portion that didn't make it into the video where you were joking about the Focus RS becoming the new Subaru. Right, right. And you just <laughs> No, no, for, like legit. Uh hold on. It's not saying it in here, but there was 
Hold on. I'm uh, Please Googling. hold while Gavin types. Yes, hold on. Can you hold my mic? I can hold your mic. I am now double pumping the mics. Okay. Uh. <laughs> we are now pulling up the uh, article that he is talking about, but apparently it was featured with a free bait. There we go. Ford Focus RS Here, for I'll sale. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it says uh, vape with purchase. Uh, apparently the deal is uh, with... Uh, this car in particular, um, well, so I think they're located next door to a vape shop. Okay. And so there's kind of like a collab with that. Naturally. But it's only with this car, none of their <laughs> others. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, just to read a little uh, snippet of the article, uh, or I guess in the first real paragraph of it, it says, at some point or another, the Vapors of America collectively decided that in addition to hoarding Subaru WRX's uh, a Ford Focus RS, would also be a suitable car to bl blow vape clouds out of. I concur. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> as you know, yeah. Um, yes, uh, Pressman Auto, a clearly brilliant dealership in Salt Lake City, Utah, recognizes this fact. Having a used Focus RS for sale on the lot is th th isn't that usual, but Pressman's offer is. On the car's listing, the dealer advertises a free vape with the car's purchase. <laughs> Ironically, it seems that they might have taken that out of the description at this they point. They did. <laughs> so on cars.com, on the ad for cars.com, appears to be the same vehicle. Yep. Um, Three-month, 3,000-mile limited warranty, uh, black 2016 Ford Focus RS, branded title, includes navigation 6B, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Here, I don't see. I'm going to just do a quick uh, search on this page. Yep. Zero I, of zero for vape. <laughs> Actually, here's what you do. Go pull up Pressman's actual webpage. Oh, yeah. Uh, where would I do that? And What? Go up? Yeah, let's see. Should be contact seller. Okay, it's not up there. I was thinking there would be a link up there. No. No. Oh, there we go. Um, dealer website right there. Oh, okay, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for bearing with us. This we is are a... now about to find out if it still is advertised for vape for you vapists out there. I love I love how you've adopted my uh, my term. Mm hmm Well, it just works. Okay. Oh, looks nice. Very overblown photos. I mean, I know. yeah. I know. Those are featured. So Inventory. There you go. Uh, is there a search? Ford inventory right there. Okay, there you Quite go. Easy. This is also... Exhibition of Speed reviews how easy it is to navigate a dealer's website. <laughs> yeah. Kay. Yeah, if you want to be featured on us, uh, mailbag.eosagmail.com. Um, take me to the next page. Come on. And how slow an Apple product is. I mean, this a, a is very also... old Apple product. It's eight years old, so yep. cut it some slack. <laughs> yep. uh, so Many we're explorers. On, yeah, I mean, it's going to be uh, alphabetical, so we're on E, so F would be next. Or folk. F-150. Okay. <laughs> Baby F steps. Baby steps. Fiesta ST for 15 grand. How, wait, how many? I'm going to save that for later. Uh, <laughs> uh, 13 grand Fiesta ST. Jeez. Hold on. I'm just going to save these for Gavin later. Gavin might be car shopping now. We might not actually be uh, looking There's at There's not focus. a chance in fuck I'm, I'm buying a salvage title Fiesta ST. No way. Uh, for flash that, for Focus RS. Focus RS, this appears to be the same vehicle. Let's give it a go. They haven't sold it yet. And this article went up. They must have gotten them a lot of press. Uh, on the 27th of July, and it's now the 26th. Of, of, well, by the time you hear this, the 27th of yeah, August. So, so it'll be exactly a month. Yeah. 
Um, that's the Fiesta. There's the RS. Okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, it looks like they've completely removed it. That's hilarious. That's so funny. I wonder funny. if it, I mean, some people get, some companies get a little self-conscious. They'll think like good business tactic, but then they'll get press for it. Not bad press, but they'll get, Well, you know, if they get press from an outlet that's as big as, as, Jalopnik. as Jalopnik. Well, and Kristen Lee is also a great writer. And so um, it makes me wonder if maybe they thought, uh, we shouldn't be advertising tobacco use. You, you never know. You never know. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Jeez. We actually had another one pulled up here that's over at, huh, let's see, Lakeside Auto, and I can't even see where on earth. Well, 719 area code. Colorado Springs. Okay. So this particular poor Focus RS. Well, with uh, 23,000 <laughs> miles on it, uh, it's definitely um, definitely been tinkered with. Um, to start, the license plate has holder has been moved which i've never understood that move because that also looks terrible when it's over on like the passenger side but still on the front of the car typically why that happens is because is it about hole drilling well yes because if you put it over there that's typically where the screw hole for the eyelet for the towing is so that actually screws into that eyelet versus drilling holes into the bumper so you can unscrew that really easily. but it also looks like shit it does but some states are extremely rigorous about having a front plate yeah so uh, Utah is not one of those states, are they? No, Utah, as far as the law last read, was if it didn't come factory with it on there, it doesn't need to be on there. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, this one has been, um, I'll consider it lightly riced. Yes. Um, it's got some a, sort a of center. extended spoiler. Well, yeah, so it's basically trying to emulate an adjustable like wing like on actual race cars. It's the middle bit in between the two fins of the wing. Um. The yeah, the functionality on that is questionable. Uh, uh, also, the uh, functionality of the interestingly stretched, very off-brand wheels. I mean, the tires, tires aren't that stretched. They're not that stretched, but the wheels are definitely questionable. Especially because you know that's it's that typical um, style wheel that look tries to look like a three-piece wheel, but it's really not. And yeah. Those are always the ones to question most because they have a lot of problems. It, like rep wheels do to begin yeah, with. Yeah, cracking. Mm -hmm. Cracking. Mm -hmm. um, it also has some fuckboy shifter on it that's like got extra grip. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the shifter that we had, you know, it was sliding all over the place apparently. I know. I mean, I think that some people, <laughs> <laughs> they had too much lube on it. They had to do something to it. Uh... Um, uh, yeah. At least they kept the stock seats. Yeah, these are just some like cringy like black spoke with like bronze, bronze. rim, mm -hmm. three piece bolt bullshit from an mm -hmm. off brand. Oh uh, yeah, and then they painted all the engine covers white instead of black. Right, right. And then they put the American flag on the rear. Well, yeah, I think that's supposed to be like a cop thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you can you can buy this, purchase this fine vehicle for the low low price of thirty four nine nine five. But we wanted to, to look at prices on these. Uh, and kind of see where uh, the one that we drove was because the owner had just bought it very recently for uh, 26. Yep. Um, so he had bought that car as a salvage title with only 4,000 miles at the time for 26,000. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. looking at the one at Pressman, 
Um, according to at least that one, which we're trying to find Ooh, others. So here's one there with 11,000 miles for 23. Let's see if it says anything about the title status. Cars immaculate inside and out. 3M. Oh, clear bra all around. Head gasket recall been performed. Title in hand has a call. Salvage. Where does it say salvage? The bottom. Oh, yeah. Salvage so, title with meticulous repair receipts. Here's the question, though. If it technically... And people get this wrong all the time. If it's legitimately a salvage title, it can't be on the road. It has to be a rebuilt, reconstructed to be on the road. Interesting. Which is what the branded title means. Right, right. A car that was previously salvaged. I mean, it looks mm -hmm. fine. It looks kind of just like the car that we just drove. It's... Honestly, it really does. It's the same spec and everything. Yeah. Well, oh, was um was Dylan's car a base? Pretty sure. Okay. Okay. As far as I'm aware, yeah. I mean with these kind of cars, a base car and a fully spec'd out car, they drive the fucking same. So uh, I would yeah. I wouldn't have known the difference. And, and I was and, I wasn't the one living with the car. You were. Yeah, and really at at the same time, once it's a salvage title, honestly the spec starts to mean a lot less than it does when it was clean titled. Absolutely, yeah. Because they're all going to cost the same. Because they're mm -hmm. all going to have the same problems. Um, interesting. So, yeah. Ford Focus. Um, RS. Fun car. Um, I wouldn't risk it on a salvage or branded title. Unless, or reconstructed. Unless you have somebody extremely trustworthy that you could literally have the car for several hours and go through, go through it nut and bolt. You yeah, know, yeah. who would you trust for that? Um, honestly, if you know a Ford tech at a very reputable Ford dealer, that, mm -hmm. you know somebody who's likely to know the car best, mm -hmm. that's the only way I would trust buying one. Sure, sure. Because, uh, yes, yeah, salvage titles can be great deals no matter what car it is. Because a lot of the times it depends on the reason for the salvage. Yeah, I mean, rear-end wrecks, you're generally okay. Front-end wrecks are the ones you want to be a little more Unless you drive a Porsche, mm -hmm, then that really sucks. Yeah. Then at that point on a Porsche, you're just fucked all around because front end you get steering, rear end you get engine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't buy a salvage shadow Porsche. Yeah. Just don't do it. Unless you're just crazy. Don't be that. Unless if you're fucking Tyler Hoover. Mm hmm. Fucking Sh dumbass. Hey, hey, <laughs> the dumbass. Uh, he has some good cars. I'll, I'll say that. He does. He does choose some interesting things. I'll agree to disagree on that one. I'm just, I mean, I know that that's the thing is that I. I love those kind of... Yeah, eight, yeah eight you and everyone cars. else, because he's clearly got something right going on. He does. With with the algorithms, he's doing well for himself, which is what it is. Yeah, and I think the reason being is that, yeah, he's not lying. He technically, dollar for dollar, without including what he makes on YouTube, does lose his ass on the cars. How much did he spend last year? Like, uh, How much did he lose last year? It's like he, 90 grand? He spent 50000 in maintenance last year, let alone what he lost between the buying and selling of the cars. Right. Yeah, I think it added up to close to 90 or 100. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, gr great great decisions there, Tyler. Great uh, great life choices. Hey, no, 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 no. You're looking at this all the wrong way. The great mm -hmm. decisions culminate in great views. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is, but yeah. So, I mean, this kind of brings up an interesting question. You know, a lot of people as we just mentioned, love to go for salvage title cars, assuming they're getting a great deal. Um, to put it in perspective, generally speaking, from either a dealership perspective or private value, most of the time a salvage title cuts the value in half. 
Sometimes it's a little more um, than half. And half? Not in the case of these things. This Not, is only uh, like what I'm 10 saying. grand. Sometimes it's a little more, um, but depending on the car, it's, it's taking like, less off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like 50 to 75% somewhere there. So you take about a 50 to 25% loss. Yeah. Well, you're saving 50 to 25%. Exactly. Yes. Initially. Yeah. Then, yeah. The buy-in. Yep. The buy-in. Um, and that's why a lot of people do them. Um, and um, I think Dylan is one case where he got an extremely good deal with his car and the car mechanically. Yeah. As, I mean, we drove the balls off it. And or, it, has it was really fine. Nothing. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, you know, every salvage title car has is going to have some interesting body things, but the reality is his car is definitely on the top of the heap as far as salvage title cars go. Yeah. Um, there's some where I have friends that work in body work that have worked on other people's nameless rebuilds that yeah. still have damaged frame rails. And oh, this is Eric? Like, which is what? Eric? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pulled apart cars where, you know, that have come from those dealers that it's honestly a safety issue. And he's, he's, wow. he's shouted them out a few times. Damn. And yeah. But, Shout out to Eric. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things. If you really think that, that, you know, if you can only stretch to get the salvage title version of your dream car, it's not, I wouldn't recommend it. But if the you only are, case, the only case where I would rec- actually recommend someone getting a salvage car is if they are buying a car to be, not what they think, quote unquote. Oh, it's a race car, bro. But if you're buying an actual race car that you're already gonna be gutting it, and oh, go for if it. you couldn't give two shits if you put it in the wall and just to- like not total, but if you just destroy the fucking thing. Yeah, that's the advantage of them. Yeah, because then like yeah, you're you're saving money on buy-in. Um, if if I had money for whatever reason, <laughs> um, to buy a Focus RS for a track car, which I oh, wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but if I were to do that, then I would definitely consider going salvage title because as long as the car drives straight and really get the cheapest salvage title one you can in the country, because then at that point you're saving the most money and you can just, like yeah, said, I wouldn't want to be that, that sketch about it though. Cause if you're buying the bottom barrel of salvage title, it, it depends on how I would it, definitely question the, uh, the integrity of the vehicle at that point. It depends on how it got bottom barrel. If it got bottom barrel because it's salvage and has like over 40,000 miles. That's one like with, with all cars, you need your due diligence. You do. You can't just be like, Oh yeah, my name is Tyler Hoover and this is the cheapest <laughs> Ferrari in the country. I'm going to go buy it. There's a reason he does it. And that's because he's found a very smart way to make money off of it. Most normal people do not have that option. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just speaking to, you know, mm-hmm. people that aren't him. Yes. And, uh, but Tyler, if you are listening, hello. <laughs> I know, right? We've shouted you out several times. In this I know, episode. yeah, free advertising. I know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot to be said about it. I've owned a salvage title car, but that's because I put it into salvage state by hitting a Bambi. <laughs> oh yes, that's a little different. I mean, at that point, I knew the car, but yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're not buying into a salvage title car. You just salvage titled a car. <laughs> yep, I know. I produced it. It was my baby. Exactly. Uh, what other interesting things could we look up on here? I don't know. What, what, Let's go with what used car values do you want to be, want to look up right now? I'm curious, and it can't be a Stinger GT. I'm not going to. Fucker. <laughs> believe it or not, didn't even cross my mind. Uh huh. I'm serious. I don't believe you. <sighs> Whatever. I don't believe you. Whatever. You notice how I just scrolled past Stinger? <gasps> I'm gonna go with Mini. No. I'm actually curious. 
Oh, I saw an XJR today. Oh, really? Yeah, super clean. Huh, funny speaking, because I just clicked on Jaguar. Um, I, well, I mean, there was a reason for that. Are you looking at F-types? F-types have come down. I know, and that's what I'm curious, is how uh, how low can they go? That's the new uh, name of the game here. <laughs> <laughs> on our latest segment of uh, Exhibition to Speed, how low can you go? Okay. Rear wheel drive side of it's got to be a V6. So here's one for 41 grand in Montclair, California, with 20,000 miles on it. Um, I would presume it's a manual V6 for 41 grand. It said auto. Oh, it did say auto. Uh huh. Yep, V6 auto. This is a terrible website. Yeah, this is gives you like fucking nothing about. This looks like it was made for a phone. It looks like a mobile website for sure. Um, and these are the worst, most square pictures in the world. Yeah, let's uh, cl- get out of close that. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thirty-nine for. 30, ooh, Thirty-six just below that. It says okay. Does this say? I want to see what manual ones are going for because this is still an auto. Yeah, actually, because those are the rare ones. Because they didn't. Because no one gave a shit. Yeah, and nobody ever offered the Except, manual on the V8, right? No, it was only the V6. V6. This is making for uh, very solid content for our audio-only people. I know, right? Um, 60 here, for an F-Type R, that's not too bad. Yeah, for 20,000 miles on it? Yeah. Okay. I'm curious what the color... So it's a white exterior. Red interior, I saw it. Yeah, I just wanted to see what red looks like because I've never seen that before. Mm. It's always been black. Spicy. That is pretty zesty, actually. Yes, with like some... Looks like silver contrast stitching. Wait, okay, so... (laughs) What was your list on Friday? My list was Kia Stinger GT is the daily. Okay. Um... It was the Audi S, lifted Audi S6 for more with just the funny ass Hoonmobile. Uh-huh. The Toyota Tacoma lifted with airbags to be able to be usable for towing. Uh-huh. And then it was the Rossion. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, this F type doesn't fit in any of that, does it? It could kind of replace the Rossion in a way. <gasps> what? I, I could see that more replacing the Stinger. It's not. I, for a daily, I need four doors. You have a truck. You have a truck. Yeah, but the truck's used for truck things. If I'm, so? if I'm having a four-car garage, I'm going to have things used for specific things. Yeah, so you replace the Stinger with this, and so, then you have the truck to carry your people. So, I will say this. Backstory, I did for... You drove a V6. I did drive a V6. I it drove an R. Yeah, it wasn't an R, um, but I did have possession... R... Oh, this is all-wheel drive. Okay. Yeah. I did have possession of a rear-wheel drive V6 for three days when I was in New York a few years ago. Yeah. And put about a thousand miles on it, because um, the owner was originally listed on Turo, but then just after I messaged him and said I got a ridiculous underage fee, we just made an agreement in between ourselves. Just like oh, I'll just pay cash. Yeah, exactly. And he just said, "Yeah, have some fun with it. I already replaced it with a Type R, so go ahead, put whatever miles you want on it." With an with an F Type R. F Type R, yeah. Not the Civic Type R. Not the Civic Type R. An F Type R. Now that's yeah. clarified. Yeah. Um, like, that's a if, fucking... Mm, yes. F- <laughs> Civic Big Type difference. R is great and all, but... That Big is difference. A, yeah. So, I mean, having that car for three days and a thousand miles, and even getting to experience it in the snow in the Pennsylvania mountains... Yeah. I, I could see it, but I've always been one to prefer the bigger, bigger four-door cars. And you know that. Like, I'm... Call me weird. You already have a vehicle that could do that already but I do. It, it is whatever it, it is what it is <laughs> you're just wrong 
<laughs> I could factually prove you that that, that the uh, car is more usable. That's easy enough. Mm. That your Stinger is more usable than your truck? Than the F-Type. I know. Okay. So I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're also not right. I know. We're different opinions. Okay. Anyways, back to the show. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it looks like most of the V6 automatics are hovering between, like, 38 and 45. Which is not a bad value. No, that's really not. I mean, and keep it, I haven't seen any ones that have said salvage or have been low enough to be So, you know, we have this idea of how to look rich. <laughs> that's yes. the play. That is a good play. That's, that's the play because people still yeah. think those are 100 grand. Well, you know what's funny is there's, I think there's two cars that play that the best, Jag and Maserati. For whatever reason... Well, Maseratis are only exclusively sold at high dollar and then plummet in value. Jags do plummet in value. They but, plummet slower. Uh, Yeah, they plummet slower. They don't have the panache or the prestige of being related to Ferrari or being Italian. Yeah. So people see a Maserati. And a Maserati, whether you may think it's a special car or not, is still kind of an exotic, where a Jag is not an exotic car. No. It's exotic to a plebeian American, I think, is where it comes into play, because it's still from Britain. If you're, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you live south of the Mason-Dixon line, you may <laughs> think a, a Jaguar is exotic, um, but if you live north of the Mason-Dixon line, like most of us, um, or west of the Mason-Dixon line, yes, you will uh, definitely understand that it. An F-Type, while being a fantastic vehicle, isn't necessarily an exotic, exotic. But, but a Maserati, whether it have two doors or four doors, is more exotic and special, and it sounds amazing And because it's a Ferrari V8, you know? So now that you mentioned this, I had one other that I wanted to look up. And I want to wrap this up after you get through that. Yes, this is the last one I want to look up for this, because we'll actually probably do a whole section on this at some point of doing, you know, how to look rich for cheap. Are you going to look up a C63 AMG from, like, three years ago? No, I'm going to look up an S-Class. Oh, look, you and everyone else. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious how... Uh, okay, Tavarge. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm just shouting out all the fucking YouTubers. YouTube he heavy hitters. Okay. 07. 07. Oh, oh, 01 for 3,700 3, bucks. Oh, my gosh. Gotta love it. I mean, that at this point, in that generation of car, you can get the s You don't look rich at driving that, though. You do if you live in the hood. <laughs> I I don't even think really by that much. But the thing is, all I don't think anyone in the hood sees. People are simpletons. All they see is the Mercedes badge. Yeah, but like, there's a lot of those though. You know, but that's the thing is that's what is the stereotype to them. That's why there's a lot of them because they are still seen like that. <sighs> it kind of is weird because <sighs> there are so many of them, but. Or if you get, you know, a 2017 for 87. For price. For 87. <laughs> okay, thousand. S5, okay, that's an S550. So, I mean, that was a $160,000 car. Jesus. It's and not an AMG, though. It's not. An 87 for 7500 bucks. Yeah, that's a baller mobile. Yes, sir. It's worth more than the 2001. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, dude, S63 63 AMG cab. cab. 129 for what year is so this? the cab has still kept its value yeah because it's a cab there's those are actually like not common no dude if i had like 
a lot of money That's to just throw at a vacation, I would drive this in L.A. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So boss. Driving this up the PCH mm-hmm. and then just mob it up in uh, Ojai. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Too bad it's not an S65 cab. Because those came with the twin turbo V12s, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take a twin turbo V8. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, Happily you, with those seats. You've got two great choices here. Mm, girl. Mm-mm-mm. White leather. Mm-hmm. Well, on that bombshell, <laughs> I think it's time to end this this show. Uh, thank you all for listening in and uh, bearing with us as uh, we don't have Jordan. Uh, tune in on Wednesday, to, or by the time you're hearing this, hopefully tomorrow, and you will hear all about Justin and the details of his business. Ha <laughs> ha! Psych, it's funny. Anyways, it will happen. Anyways, yes. love you guys. Have fun. Uh, but before we sign off, uh, go check our Facebook and Instagram and our YouTube so you can go watch our opinions on the Focus RS. And, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that's actually it. That, that, that's everything. So, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.